el Todos Hablamos McDonald's Deal. Porque cuando están decidiendo qué ordenar y la tía Carmen te dice... McNugget, mijo, y una de las hamburguesas con esa salsita, ¿sabes? Ya tú sabes que eso significa una Big Mac. Y lo sabes porque tú también amas esa salsita. Hay un meal para cada cena familiar en McDonald's. Ordena por anticipado por el app de McDonald's y llévate dos de tus favoritos, como McNuggets de 10 piezas y una Big Mac por solo 6 dólares. Precios y participación pueden variar. Producto individual a precio regular. Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to the Coco Express Network. Talk radio that informs. Talk radio that inspires. Talk radio that enlightens. Talk radio for us all. Welcome, welcome, welcome to the Coco Express Show Network. We are live and your host, me, Aurelia. I am so happy to be with you this evening and I'm so excited to be with you. I know this is not our normal showtime because we have an ex- a really special surprise this evening. Um, as you know, I have more than one interest and I am an advocate of um, etiquette principles, and I'm also an etiquette consultant. And I have to tell you that I spend a lot of time following other fellow colleagues who are in the industry, learning how they do um, their business, how they conduct their, their workshops, and, and how they get the message out about etiquette being essential. And I have to tell you, I've been following this phenomenal woman. And for a while, I've been watching her and some of her workshops and some of the posts that she puts up on Instagram. And I said, you know what? I want to know more. I want to get to know her, and I want you to get to know her. And so I figured this would be an excellent time to merge this wonderful situation we have here called Etiquette, a Universal Truth. And our special guest calling all the way from Nigeria is Damilola Ogoremi. She is the owner and um, principal of DRS Etiquette and Image Consulting, and it's a business solution and success strategy that helps uh, companies and businesses and professionals unlock their capacities through business etiquette. And I am going to stop because we're just going to have a long dialogue and conversation so you can get to understand what it is that we endure, what we have, what our challenges are, how we do what we do, so you can understand the importance of etiquette in your life. So please allow me the opportunity to bring to you Dami Lola. Hello. Hello. Hello, Rene. How are you? I am doing well. How are you? I'm very well. Thank you for having me on your show today. Um, it's an honor to be here with you today. Thank you very much. You're quite welcome. And for me, it's an honor as well. I don't know what the time difference is. What time is it there for you now? It is uh, it's past 1 a.m. Three minutes past 1 a.m. over here. It's right in the morning. Okay, so you're in Sunday. We're still in Saturday. 
Yes, yes, yes. Think about <laughs> six hours. <laughs> yes. So. Well, thank you, thank you, thank you. Now, tell us a little bit about you and how you got into the um, business of being an etiquette consultant. Well, etiquette has always been a, a thing that I I was nurtured in as a child. I have a very strong set of grandma that expects things to be done with her, um, I mean, with the friend principle. She believes if you want to stand up, you have to stand up with particular guidelines. You want to talk, you talk in certain positive ways. So etiquette has always been a part of me growing up. And, mm-hmm. you know, as I was growing up, I found that if I see people misbehaving in any way, I always jump in to teach them, this is not how to do this, this is how to do it, and you achieve so benefit. It's a thing that just happened for me naturally. And eventually, I was able to put a name on it. It's called Etiquette, Set of Rules. Um, a good behavior, and this is how it all started. That okay. like with my grandmother in my life. Okay, great. Like, now, now, what? When did you decide that you were going to create your own business and um, start being an etiquette consultant? How did that come about? <laughs> if I tell you, you would not believe it. I, I, I was not even satisfied. When this all happened, I, I started, started educating etiquette consultants and have not been, I mean, traditionally educated in the mm-hmm. field. And okay. that was what inspired me to start my own business. I mean, when I come in contact with uh, etiquette consultants, I find one thing or another that they're not doing right, and I educate them. This is how you should run the business. Is not how to run it. It's not what she's been doing here. And I just asked myself, why not start your own business, etiquette business? And that was how I got an education, further education in the field. That was where I started. Oh, that was great. about six years ago now. Oh, wow. Six years ago. Okay. Now, um, as, you, as we all know, um, America and Africa, two different continents, and they yeah. have a different sets of rules, but some of them are sa- are the same. So I know for um, for example, um, the how do you greet people when you first meet them, and what are some of the things that you should never do? Okay, now what is this business greeting? Uh, Mhm. Or general greetings. This general greetings. greetings. You're talking about, or I'm talking about general greetings. Okay. If you're greeting, you know we have different tribes over here in Nigeria, and depending on your tribe, if you're from my tribe, for instance, you're a younger person, and you're greeting an elderly person, you bow, you kneel, you bend at the knee. If you're a, if you're a girl or a young lady, you have to bend at the knee. And uh, a man, if you're a man, you have to prostrate. But you know, gradually, gradually, the culture is going out of style. So, mm-hmm. what you see mostly these days, 
whether you're a girl or you're a, a boy, you bow when you greet mm-hmm. your elders. And when you don't do that, if you wave at your elders, because they consider it very rude over here, they see, they, they see you as a child or a person that is not well brought up. Oh, really? Really. Oh, okay. Oh, you don't oh. wave at elders here. Hi, hi, are you waving your hands? No, it doesn't work like that here. Whatever tribe you're from, you bow when you're greeting your elders over here. And I think, oh, I would say generally, bowing is good in greeting. Even when you bow to your, I mean, your mate, it shows respect. Each mm-hmm. has got nothing to do with it. It's a sign of you being a cultured person. Okay, that's interesting because here, when we greet, we greet by handshake. A handshake and in business setting. I mean, do you mean generally, even you general greetings? In general greetings, you know, we, in general greetings, we greet by handshake. And um, in some instances, some people like to hug you and when they when they greet you. So I know that for some people, that that, that is a no-no too. But here, and they either or hug. Actually, actually, there are a few exceptions here. Depending on the kind of elders you're dealing with, some are mm-hmm. so uh, exposed, so civilized that they don't care. They will shake your hands, but you still have to bow. Mm-hmm. You You bow when you when you greet them. You bow when whether you're shaking hands, you are hugging them. You still bow to show us it's a sign of respect. It's by the fact that they are hugging you or shaking hands with you doesn't mean that you're forgotten your place, your position. Do mm-hmm. you bow? Whether you shake hands with your elders here or you hug them, you bow. Slight, a slight bow. You add a slight bow to the handshake, you add a slight bow to the hug. That's it. Mm. That is int- that is really interesting and enlightening because you will never see anybody on over here bowing uh, unless they come wow. from a culture where that happens. Otherwise, you're lucky sometimes if you even get a nod. <laughs> <laughs> you know, you know things like this is uh, you know etiquette is very very essential. If you want to go into a, a, a new country, for instance, you need to learn some etiquette there to help you to fit in and open relationships easily. Mm-hmm. We're always easy, yes. So now, if you want to come to Nigeria, you know, when you're greeting our elders here, when yes, you're hugging, you, you add a slight bow, and yes. they will see you in a good light. Wow, this woman is well called. She's seasoned, oh, yeah. <laughs> Get off and say. Yes, that's great. Now, I know that some of the challenges that I was facing when I was dealing with, when I'm dealing with the young the younger kids is the, the um their fixation with gadgets and social media and 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 their iPhones and stuff like that. Um yeah. my my thing was that I would always make them either leave it at the at the front of the room or turn it face down. And I had a hard time trying to convince them that um, what you see on social media is not correct. Do you have huh. that same challenge? Because it's crazy. Yeah, uh, obviously we have similar challenge. But over here, 
children, once you tell them, what is how we do it, you know, uh, how we'll get to, uh, is it bent? I don't want to use the word bent children here. You let them see what you're doing and the consequences. Mm-hmm. And I tell the children over here, when they see the consequences not good for them, they're going to listen to you. Mm. It's that simple. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Yes. That's interesting. Yeah, and you I, I find them, that. Go ahead. Mm-hmm. No, go okay, ahead. you tell them what you stand to gain, and if you don't mm-hmm. do it, this is the consequences. You know that, and they just fall into place like a flick of a switch. That's it. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, because here there's it's, it's always back talk. You know, they they know more than you. <laughs> you spend the no. majority of your time going. No, that's not correct. And it, it takes a you lot know, of patience. Yeah. You know, this thing still, still uh, for um, culture, a culture mm-hmm. of the country where they are coming from. You know, mm. it's frowned upon here for you to even mm-hmm. talk back at your elders or, at, or an authority. So there's a culture in place that okay. is there. They're weighing. When when you try to correct a younger person, we try to make them see light from dark things. Mm-hmm. Sometimes it makes it easy for them to mm-hmm. to listen. That's it because of the culture that's already in place. That's it. Okay. Now, what kind? Well, and once we transition and move into the business aspect of it, I know that it, that's a completely different setting and it has yeah. its own set of, of rules for you. I know that um, in our culture, the business settings, they're so diverse. Um, there are different ways that they conduct meetings and how they have meetings. And, you know, it makes it hard for you to really be able to pin down, you know, how to conduct yourself in certain scenarios. However, there's like a foundation of things like um, when you're meeting someone, introductions and those kinds of things that are just universal. How does that work for you in regards to teaching your um, business people? You mean introduction? Yes. Okay. How I introduce myself to the business people, right? Well, yes. How do you introduce yourself and how do you have the business people learn how to introduce themselves to others okay you see these are these there is the introduction for profit and there's introduction that can put your potential of your prospect off you know for instance i just approach you now i say i'm damla Grammy, i'm an etiquette consultant please how does that help me no it doesn't create intrigue it doesn't create curiosity so how I I introduce myself to people in the business setting and how I teach my clients to introduce themselves is their name what they do I mean the company they work and the value they offer so imagine I say I'm Daniel Algrami of DRS Etiquette and Me Consulting and I help my clients to create more success I'm sure you want to know please tell me how can I create more success so that's the kind of introduction you want to do in business session. Introduction that creates more questions. Oh, that wants others to know more about you. That's the kind of introduction I I, I offer. Okay. Now, 
Um, for example, when I know for us, when you are introducing um, a less senior person to a more senior person, um, you've already explained that in your culture, um, it, it's customary to bow. Um, for us, okay. you, how does that work in a business setting? In business setting, wow. See, if you in business setting, you can you can apply the uh, international standard of greeting, which is default uh, business handshake by default. But if you really want to be noticed and be a a, a leader favorite, then you want to you want to respect that leader. You want to greet greet in a professional way and then add a flavor of our culture to it. It puts you on the top of their mind. I do that. When I'm greeting some leaders in business setting, I shake hands and I bow. Sometimes when I go to into some offices after we've established a relationship, I do a little bit of knee bend. And they will be the ones telling me, don't do that. Please don't do that. Understand me. But it shows how culture how, and how, how cultured you are. So it's a matter of choice. You can, mm-hmm. you can, you can apply the default greeting, uh, which is business handshake, and you can mm-hmm. do both. You, okay. you, you do the uh, business handshake and you add a slight bow to it. You know, it just shows it, it, it shows how cultured you are. That's it. Okay. Now you mentioned earlier that waving your waving at an elder is is frowned upon. What other hand gestures um, would be frowned upon? Oh, <laughs> none that I can think of right now. Okay. Okay. Yeah, and then uh, think of right now. Yeah. None I know that. Okay, other I'm killing. I think one is pointing. I think that is universal in a way. Pointing. Yes. Pointing. Yes. People like pointing. Pointing is universal. Pointing is universal. Yes. Now, yes. um, we you know we we talked a little bit before the show about the challenges that we encounter, and you yes. know. What are you know being an etiquette consultant? Um, what are some of the challenges that you've you've encountered, and how did you overcome those challenges? Okay, one of the aspects I find challenging in this career is opening relationships. It's uh, because you know they just believe that once you want to open relationship with them, it's all based on buying something from you. And another challenge is that they think, oh, they already know what you want to teach them. What do you want to teach me? I know it all. And it's not, all, it's not always true. It's not always true. So these are some of the challenges, opening relationships and uh, uh, <laughs> prospecting. It's a challenge for me. Mm-hmm. And, you know, a lot of them have the technical know-how. But when it comes to proper business behavior, they're not there. And mm. what what I what exercise is patience with those people? We have bullies amongst them, who just bully you. In fact, mm-hmm. if if you if cats not taking, you'll be afraid to even put a call through to them. I think you do this outbound marketing with a business. 
you'll be shocked at the kind of behavior you see as a business person exhibit. It's very challenging. Mm-hmm. Well, I think, I believe, and I find that people don't realize that etiquette falls into so many different categories, and there's etiquette for so many different things that we do. For example, you have yeah. gym etiquette, so etiquette for when you are in the gym and exercising. You have etiquette when yeah. you're at the table. You have business yeah. etiquette. You have etic- party etiquette. You have etiquette for when you go to a funeral. You have etiquette for when you go to a wedding. Well, and it's called across every, every area of life. Yes. Yes, and it's just a bunch of codes of conduct, of social codes, that allow you to be able to make people feel welcome in your presence. And that's basically what we're trying to teach them. We're trying to teach them how to feel comfortable and make people feel comfortable with them. And I think, you know, a lot of people just think that it's how do you hold a fork, spoon, and knife? And that drives me crazy. <laughs> <laughs> well, etiquette is on that. For anyone who gets to know, it's beyond fork and knife. How to hold fork and knife? It's not. It's not just about making people feel comfortable around us. It's about us as well. The image. Mm-hmm. What kind of image you want to protect? Mm-hmm. A gossip image or, 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 or seasoned image? Mm-hmm. You, besides helping people to feel comfortable around you, it will help you to stand out in a good way. That's one yeah. thing, and it benefit of etiquette. And there are other essential functions of etiquette, like you said, in terms of making first uh, first impression. For instance, mm-hmm. you are a marketer, uh, and you, you you know marketers you have to meet a lot of people, right? Are you prospect? You have five to seven seconds when you meet a person to make positive impression. And if you're equipped with a proper etiquette, you will make positive impression that will last long. Mm-hmm. Yes, because you I see, agree. what is etiquette? Let's, let's, let's just let's break this down. What is etiquette? Etiquette is a, a practice, a ritual, a routine, a good habit, something that you do that's good. If you look at look at the introduction I spoke about earlier on how to introduce yourself properly in business, that's that's inadequate. That's a custom, a process, a system. Yeah. Your etiquette it's it's very very essential. Mm-hmm. It brings yes, it profit. Is. It builds and it brings profit. Yes, most definitely. Now, as an etiquette consultant, you know yes. you have you you. Sometimes you want to put your etiquette consultant to the side and just relax yourself. And what are the challenges that you have as a person being an etiquette consultant? Because I know for me, um, people are always telling me or showing me that they, you know, I know how to do this and I know how to do that. And if, for example, I'm eating something and it's a finger food and I'm messy with it and they'll look at me like, oh, my God, you're messy. <laughs> and this is just me okay. trying to relax and eat something. So, what are the challenges that you have um, away from oh, being, you know, that? 
I will tell you. <laughs> Let me tell your story. I went to, <laughs> I went for training in a coffee a time ago, and they were to pay me, and uh, I mean we had agreed on a particular amount they were supposed to pay me, and they wanted to cheat me, and mm-hmm. oh, because I reacted, and just because I reacted, they said, "Wow, are you supposed to be an etiquette person?" That's a challenge. Because I'm an etiquette person, I should be a lot, a plastic person. I should not have emotions anymore. I should be a stereotype. You know that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. So this, this yes. is one of the challenges. One of the challenges I face. Or if I just misbehave, you know, we are humans. We're still humans. We're still human, rather. If I do anything, so wow. Are you supposed to be an etiquette consultant? Yes. <laughs> Yes. So these are some of the challenges I face. I I I, I did a cold call in a recent. I wanted to pitch my services to a company, and ah, the 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 contact person was very rude. Is this mm-hmm. somebody I was supposed to be in a position of leadership, and she was talking like someone from the gutter, on on the street. <laughs> <laughs> and I, I, I'm, I'm not joking. These are the challenges I face in the business setting. You see, some people with highly, highly, uh, a highly decorated position, but no mm-hmm. behavior. Mm-hmm. No behavior. So I was trying to tell her, explain things to her, uh, and the next thing she said, "Are you supposed to be an etiquette consultant? What do you want to teach me if you talk like this?" You don't even understand. Um, I mean, the, the the rules of communication. You don't even understand communication. Mm-hmm. Communication goes beyond just exchanging this dialogue we have here right now. There are rules, and this is another etiquette. Communication etiquette. Yes. Lots of yes. them don't have it. Yeah. So this this mm-hmm. this, this is just uh, some of the challenges I face as an etiquette person, an etiquette principal. Mm-hmm. Yes. And I I, I get that too, you know, and I believe that some people think because they have a certain status, um, they are exempt from showing any kind of class. Uh, Yeah, that's true. You're very correct. It's unfortunate. Yes. Mm -hmm. And, you know, and that's when sometimes you're you're, you're standing there and your mouth flies open because you cannot believe that they just did what they just did. And I'm, I'm telling you, it's so it's very bewildering. Yes, yes. Now, um, in your business, what um, kind yeah. of classes do you teach, so that we can get an understanding uh, of the classes that you teach? <laughs> My classes. I mean, one day I'm teaching. I come to teaching children. Another day I can be teaching teenagers. And another day I can be teaching. Uh, business clients, my business clients. That's that's the that's that's how it works for me. Mm-hmm. So I teach from children, teenagers, and business business owners. That's how it works for me. Okay. And do you have a classroom setting? Um, do you use visual aids and those kinds yes, of things? Yes, I do. Your- uh, I do. I I I I use class setting. What I do, I how I go about my class, I have a system to which I teach, I prepare 
One mm-hmm. one thing I do with my preparation is uh, how to apply to my participant. I mean, my my client's intel, intellect, their imagination, their emotions, their intuition, and body awareness and choice and high self. I mean, I get all of these. I, I mean, what, my preparation entails all of these. In their mm-hmm. intellect, their imagination, their emotion, their intuition, body, I, and their awareness and choice and high self. I, I work in a way that get all of that engaged in the classroom so that we can, I can, I will not only teach them, but I will connect to them, engage them, then this is how I'm able to transform them to make profit. Because okay. it's very, very easy for some uh, clients to just list or jot down the list of things you're asking them to do, and they take it mm-hmm. back home and put it in the shelf. One, one coach that I appreciate a lot calls call, call, call things her uh, shelf esteem. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, so I, I do all of this so that the class is not just in vain. Mm-hmm. That's how that's how I run my class. Okay, that's ex- that's excellent. I mean, you know, I, I find that um, sometimes for me the classroom setting was good, but I like like for example we had a fine dining um, experience. So what we did was yes. we were able to get some local vendors help us. We had a chef come in and we had one of the restaurants open up their doors and they prepared a table for the kids as if they were um, um, a a royal group. They prepared a table for them that was completely set up with everything and they they seated them while we, you know, explained how to properly seat your guests and the gentlemen pulled the chairs out for the ladies and allowed them to sit first and then they took their seats. They learned about napkin etiquette. They learned about, you know, the order of um, serving and how to pass the food across the table. So that hands-on experience for them was very beneficial because I don't think trying to teach them how to twirl pasta would have been effective if they were sitting in a classroom. But being able to sit down with an actual chef who showed them how to twirl pasta um, was good, even though you're not supposed to twirl pasta, but when you're little kids, that's something you need to yeah. do because it's just too much to kind of shove in your face. Uh, depending and, um, on the kind of people you're teaching, mm-hmm. that would, that would, that would, that would, I mean, your kind of determining the kind of class you, you, you will have. Like mm-hmm. what I just said earlier is to my corporate uh, corporate clients. Yeah. That's when I said I said um I engage their intellect, imagination, emotion, intuition and body. That mm-hmm. that alone is enough. You get them to train with you. Mm-hmm. You 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 open your awareness to what they've been doing wrong and you yeah. you lay before them a system, a path. To follow, that's giving. I mean, giving them the chance to make a choice now. So mm-hmm. that's how I handle my uh, corporate uh, corporate class. Okay. Yes. That's how I handle my corporate class. You know, for kids, you have to be very demonstrative. I'm very, like you said, you show them the actual thing. I I apply the same rules. Okay. Um, 
Oh, oh, that's good to know. Because some days I'm like, am I doing this right? <laughs> yes, you're doing it right. You're doing right. Like, like I said, you see, the intellect is your intelligence. Imagination, it's how they, they see things. You make them say things in their own way. So mm-hmm. you're still trying to teach, and the emotions too is how they feel about this. Mm-hmm. So these are um, a, a teaching channels that engage participants, and then their body. You get them to move their body. They're not just sitting down, like you said. They invite the people. They they move. They see how things are done. And this is this is what we call body in training. You get the body to move and you call their awareness to what I've been doing. You know, sometimes people behave, misbehave, not because they want to. It's because they're not aware they're even doing it in the first place. So it's, mm-hmm. it's, it's very important that you you evaluate, uh, you help them to evaluate their awareness, check what they're doing. So it's good. What you do, your system is equally okay. Equally okay. okay. So, that's good to know. Um, and uh, the other thing that I, I find um, interesting is um, I we did um, we we did a speaking panel in front of a, a a classroom full of kids at the university, and it was interesting because of the questions that they had. They were really interested in how to make a proper impression because they were getting ready to head into college. Some of them were going to go to work and not go to college and some of them were going to college. And the questions that they were asking um, was really interesting because their questions were revolved around their hair. Um, what's proper? Um, what's a proper hairstyle? Um, can I get away with wearing my hair a particular way or not? And it was really interesting because in certain scenarios, the answer is yes, and in other scenarios, the answer is no. Um, no. For you, is hair a, um, a, a, a question that you have to um, answer on a regular basis? Not really. Not really. Okay. Unless you're having an uh, image class. Mm-hmm. If you have an image class, then we'll talk about hair. The hair okay. and the dress, the type of dress mm-hmm. to wear. Yeah. Uh, that's it's only in that case that uh, I have a uh, hair question. Mm-hmm. And your hair is very important. <laughs> it's very important. Yeah. Lately, yes. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's true. Hair, hair yeah. is controversial yeah. at this point. Wow. Okay. <laughs> yes. I, I. It's it. You know. It's it's just a. Um, you know. It was just interesting to hear them ask those particular types of questions. Um, because they were really concerned because they didn't want to give a bad impression, but they didn't have, you know, their hair was a certain way, and I guess it took a lot of money to get it that way and to have to change it for a job was something they were really concerned about. And I found that really interesting. Now, before we get away from anything, how can people follow you and find you? I'm on Instagram and I'm on LinkedIn and on okay. Facebook as well. So you know, it's there any way you can share my URL? I send it to you. Yes, I can. I can post that. 
I can post it on my yeah. webpage and on uh, Facebook and Instagram so that people can be able to follow you. And like I said, I have been following you for some time, and <laughs> I have, <laughs> and I found um, your your message so engaging and so Thank interesting. You you're welcome. And that was one of the reasons why I wanted to share you with the world. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so I'm so honored. Very honored. You're welcome. You're Thank welcome. you very much. Yes. And I have to tell you that this was very this was was really good. And if you wanna come back, you know, we can come back oh, and you can do I one want of your to training come back. Yes, yes, <laughs> I want to come back. Let's do a lot of things. Maybe we'll start from here but you just we just mentioned there are type of hairstyles that you don't you don't carry you don't wear in business mm-hmm. settings. So we can discuss okay. that. Can discuss business meeting. Can discuss how to prospect because in this business or any business, uh, prospecting is very important. Knowing how to prospect your your client, open relationship with them is very important as well. So a lot of things okay. we can do together in this show. So I'll be glad to come again. And again and again. <laughs> okay, it's my <laughs> pleasure to have you again and again and again. <laughs> so, and I know that it's it's late for you, so I'm not gonna hold you. But I am so grateful oh. we had this opportunity together, and I, I'm glad we made this connection. Thank you very much, Arella. Thank you very much. Okay. okay. So be well, and we'll talk soon. All right. Thank you. Bye-bye, everyone. Thanks for listening. You're welcome. Okay, everyone, that was amazing. That was our special guest from Nigeria, Adami Lola Oguremi, and she is the um, owner and founder of DRS, Etiquette and Image Consulting, out of Nigeria. And I have to say, I learned so much with this particular show. There are things that I didn't know that I have learned, I am learning about. And that's the thing. You know, we are are always in a position where we need to learn more and to grow and, and be better and do better. And that's what this show is about, showing you different ways of, of seeing things and learning. And I'm so excited because now I can go back and kind of revamp some things and, and um, rewrite some things that I thought that I knew that I didn't, that I realized now that I didn't know. So um, I, I just love learning information and learning new things. Now, we will be back again because we're going to be doing the show on a regular basis, but I just want to make sure that my listeners out there are enjoying the summer because this weather has been so summery, hot, but great. And I hope you're outside having fun. Um, I just wanted to do this show, so I'm in this Saturday night doing this because this is my passion and this is what I love to do. I love being on the radio with you. And oh, 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 before I forget, I have a special listener and I tell you not, I, I, I'm i going to say he's my favorite. So I promised him that I would shout him out. So I said it once, I'll say it twice. Mr. Chice, this show is very, very nice. So on that note, Please remember to follow your dreams, don't follow somebody else's, to to believe in yourself and do the things that you love to do because you only get this deal, this life, once. So instead of you being someone who will sit around with a, a whole bunch of I wish I could have, would have, should have, be somebody who said I tried it and it didn't work out, but at least I tried. 
or I tried it and I found that this is exactly what it is that I needed to do for myself. I tried it and I'm so happy that I did try. So be that person and do the things that you love to do, that you want to do, that inspire you, that make you spark to life, that, that make you smile. And there's also something that you really need to do. You need to take care of yourself. I'm totally serious about that because you cannot function when you're not taking care of yourself. And I mean by eating properly, drinking water, exercising, and meditating because you got to get that, that negative stuff out of your head and you got to embrace the positive. And I say this from experience because these are the things that I deal with on a regular basis and these these are the things that I do. So since I've had your attention for some time now, as you know, we have Dami Lola. She will be coming back with us to do more etiquette um, teachings. And I would love that opportunity to have her, and I would love for you to join us so you can learn more, so we can be better, and we can be more cultured as we go forward with our lives. So on that note, be well, take care, God bless. Blog Talk Radio, 